exciting conclusion exactly well maybe not the conclusion hopefully you'll be on again i want <laughs> i wanted to give it i wanted to give it a quinn martin kind of uh <laughs> you know kind of thing like maybe i should get a bumper like that <laughs> i should do do no. one of those bumpers and, and throw it in there just because so you're, you're the same age as i am okay let me ask you a question okay what so all right, wait, 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 wait. Hang, hang on, hang on, hang on. Before you do that, before you do that, let me do, let me do the intro. So I, I'm going to probably okay. play what we just talked about, <laughs> just because it's great. Uh, but for everybody that's joining us, um, my name is Lee Fuller. This is Real Artist Stories. We talk to artists, um, and we talk to them in real life speak. We're not uh, doing this scripted. There's nothing scripted about this at all. So uh, Bruce is joining it us. It's real. It, it is real. And it gets even more this ain't real. No you bullshit. Watch. That's right. This ain't no bullshit. That's this right. is real life. Real stuff. No, real, real artist <laughs> stuff. <laughs> um, uh, so Bruce is with us again. Um, for those of you that uh, are are joining us and, and didn't get a chance yet to listen to the uh, first part of our, our discussion with Bruce, um, you missed out. So go back and listen to that. So it's great. Um, I'm going to do a quick uh, kind of recap. We talked with Bruce. Um, uh, last time, uh, Bruce had a hell of a year uh, last year, and uh, uh, between getting COVID himself and being hospitalized for 10 days and uh, also losing his mother, which is just horrific for for any of us, um, but in the way Bruce lost her, it was even worse coming home and finding her at her house and, and uh, you know, just the, the whole, I'm not going to go through the whole gamut. You can go back and listen to the, to the podcast about that, but Bruce is, uh, he's back, and uh, and not not uh, a minute too soon, I might add, uh, especially for uh, all of us now starting to be able to get out, you know, and, and go enjoy things again. Uh, Bruce is a comic that performs all over the country and around the world. Um, as we discussed last time, he made eight trips for the USO to visit our troops and, and entertain them, which is fantastic. Um, and Thank you. We, we salute them, you know, in any way that we can. But that's you, you going out and giving them a bit of your yourself is probably one of the best things you could ever do. Um, well, they give they, they give all of themselves and and leave parts of themselves. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I'm not trying to sometimes literally. be funny or anything. Yeah. You know, what I mean, uh, that's the least I can do. Yeah. Well, you. I, I, eight I've times had comics. I've had I've had comics. Thank you. I've had comics like, hey, why are you going over there? Why are you going over that crazy shit? And it's like, why not, man? Those those people are risking their lives for us. Every minute. Okay. Every second. And, and, there. And, and you don't have to agree. And now I'll say this. You don't have to agree with uh, the situation that they're in. Right. Uh, you know, you know what I mean. Yep. But you have to, you have to support them. Well, and, and, all the fight, all the men and women that are fighting, uh, that are fi- out there on the front lines fighting for our country. And the fact that, um, that you have the ability to publicly not agree with them is because they're there. Yes. Yeah. You know, if yes. they if they weren't there, you wouldn't have. Try try doing, try going to China and saying some of the things that we say on Facebook every single day. 
It's, oh, I would do that. It ain't going to happen. South Korea. Uh, well, there's no North Facebook Korea. in China. Yep, that's duh, right. Duh. <laughs> and now no more, you know what I mean? no more uh, cryptocurrency either. Did you hear that? <laughs> yes, yes. I think it's because they can't pronounce cryptocurrency. <laughs> or they, well, or they, 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 see no, they see no profit in it for themselves. So, of course, they don't <laughs> want anybody to do it. So just, They see no profit in it. Yeah. And we could not uh, uh, announce, uh, pronounce our R's. Uh, so, oh, would that be considered racist? Yeah, yeah of course. Of course. Uh, in but, today's standards, yes, but... Uh, it is what it you is. Know, but, yeah, I mean, you know, and, and, and having said that, we don't know what the real story is over there, just like they don't know the real story over here. So they make up their... So we each make up our own stories yep. about China. You know, uh, you, you know what I mean? It, 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 and, and it's so easy to do because when you don't know something, it's easy to make up stories. Right. Uh, it, and, it, you know... The fear and, of the unknown. And, and, yes, which is racism. Yep, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, we... Which is uh, racism. We started, as a well, matter of fact... Let me ask you a question. That's a... It, sorry, go ahead. You were going to ask me a question. Sorry, go ahead. What was your first... Uh, experience true experience with a black person oh like, that's you know to, that's to where you said uh oh fuck oh no that's that's a, I, I i i completely remember that um i and it's it's actually a a, a very long story but i'm going to make it a short one um uh-huh. it actually started in high school um where we had this area out in front of the administrative office funny enough uh there was this giant grass area that was kind of like a big pit and we even yeah. called it a pit and it was huge it was it was like half of a football field and we had the same thing and uh we had we, it was called the lions den yeah we yep. the almani uh, lions yep well we uh, uh we this was back in uh san clemente high school um back in 1970 or some, some somewhere in there um anyway so that's where all of us would go to hang out if we were ditching class. We were literally yeah. right in front of the administrative office. <laughs> so yeah. so the, yeah. the vice principals could look out the window and see all of us that are sitting there, and, uh, and but yet we were all ditching class, which is funny. So I had, yeah. uh, and, I, and I did my share of, of ditching class, you know, for sure. So um, just to, to say 186 readmits my first year of high school you're a fucker <laughs> <laughs> like so, god damn it fuller come here and and i'm <laughs> stupid as shit about how i handled it but anyway that's a different story anyway did you, did, were you were you um did they call you by your last name did they know you uh yes yeah the they vice knew the fuck out of me yeah the, <laughs> oh yeah oh no i i used to go and, and, and okay so, so see this is why i'm saying we could talk and we go off in these tangents that are that are crazy and they take time and i think it's funny <laughs> but so i would go well, into conversation of course yeah i would go sit in the vice principal's office waiting because i had been called into the office because i had ditched a class and i'd go sit behind his desk and put my feet up and he would yeah. sit on the other side of the desk and he's all right really again what do you got? like what the hell fuller what what's going on with you and i'm like i don't i i hate this class i hate it it's stupid you know but anyway that that's a different story so back to the original story so i called my administrators by their first name oh yeah no i called I'll call, i called him don and his name was don <laughs> Jizzy, you know and i called him don yeah and, and we used didn't to people look at didn't students look at you like 
Oh. Yeah, it's like, what? Not Mr. <laughs> Jonesy? Yeah, you know, it's funny He's because great. in the bathroom above the stalls in the boys' bathroom, and I probably shouldn't say this, but, I, but I'm going to because it's fucking hilarious. Um, we had, or somebody had, written above the stall in the boys' bathroom that said, don't look now, but you're holding Don Jizy by the neck. <laughs> it was like uh now mr jizey has passed away it wasn't literal and, and i and to everybody out there it wasn't it literal. wasn't literal it was it meant wasn't comedically literal. yeah it was a it was a comic statement <laughs> but, Jesus i mean Christ. that's that's how much we we loved our vice principal there at the high school but anyway so so we'd go sit out in this front area called the pit and there were some guys that i had made friends with and i was in band and i and you know and there were a bunch of 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 us you know all all races in the in band you know of course because everybody loves the music part and uh, i was in marching band specifically and we had um half of the drum line from our marching band were black guys and and yeah. and they were they were awesome and I, I used to sit and listen to them and think oh my god I wish I could do that and I I, I did play drums but not then so mm-hmm. um so I listened to these guys so they'd end up being there and we'd sit there and okay so for everybody listening I'm going to use the n word but I'm going to use it for a story okay I'm not mm-hmm. not using it to be derogatory as a matter of fact you'll understand why when I say the story so mm-hmm. so here we are sitting in you know stuff going on and blah 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 and i got to know these guys you know they were my friends and and mm-hmm. i was one of the few people that could you actually you know what i'm not going to use the n word but i'm going to i'm going to refer to it as n word so i mm-hmm. i was one of the few white guys that could use that word and they knew i didn't mean it in a derogatory fashion that i was just yeah. i was saying it like they said it because they said it you know every other word mm-hmm. so yeah, you know it's it's funny because if if white people use the word honky like black people use that word, I, I think we'd look like idiots. I mean, I'm, because we're, uh, we're, yeah, we're just not would. that cool. <laughs> we're we're no. just not. That explains, you know, that points out to what the black race has had to endure, right? Uh, to make chicken shit. Into chicken salad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To take a word that's branded into you, literally branded into you, and make it a word of endearment. Yeah. And, and, and that's what twist it. And that's the way I, I meant it, you know, when I would say it. And they knew that. So they would never get upset. But you knew how to say it. it. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. the thing. You know, I'd be like, that's the thing. Hey, hey, N word, you better get yourself to class, boy. You know, and, and I'd say yeah. that to them. And, and they'd just kind of laugh and go, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you're right, you're right. So one yeah, but day, you didn't say it with the er, because um, that right. really intensifies the word, right? Because exactly. then, it, then it sounds like an animal, like it, it, it was the like, it was the a. Yeah, I ended it with the a or a h yeah. or however people spell that. So, but yeah, anyway, the so er could, could put you in the er. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, and you know, the first time I did it, I kind of I did it accidentally because I was. I, I was so comfortable. Just I was just being, you know, conversational. I, I wasn't. I didn't mean it to be derogatory or mean. I just said it because they were saying you were it, and I just I just fell into it. And You're it's so funny because the whole group stopped, and they looked yeah. at me, and then one of the guys starts laughing, and he and he smacks his buddy on, on the arm and says, "Hey, you know, n word." Like now he's one of us, uh, you know. And that was it. I was initiated into the 
the the clan. The, I hate to use the word clan. The clan. The group. Yes, yeah, yeah, quote unquote. The, the group of guys, and I was brethren. just considered one of the guys. You know, I was just considered the one of the others. So, uh, and, and I'm going to finish this story by saying, um, the these few guys would let a a select few people kind of into the realm and one of the one of my friends who who was a white guy and one of one of my friends came over one day and he's sitting around and he you know so he starts hanging with us every once in a while so all of a sudden he comes out with you know because i had said something he comes out and goes yeah n-word you know uh, you better blah 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 and oh my god you would have thought, yeah, somebody dropped a bomb in the middle of that of that pit. They did, and the they bomb. got in his face, <laughs> and they're screaming at him. He's just sitting back on hold, and I'm like, whoa, 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 hang on, hang on. You know, I, I, he didn't mean it. He did. I don't think he understood. You know, but that was my real introduction into, I, I, I guess I would say, black culture. Maybe yes, you know yeah yeah. I mean that's I, I mean that's not all is. that black culture is clearly. I mean there's there's far no, more no, to it than it, that. But but it's uh, the common if 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 you will uh, uh, the common language of the common man right. uh, of the common black man. Um, it. You know, it, 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 like I said earlier, it, 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 it's, it's taking a word of hate and turning it into a word a word of endearment. Uh, yeah. It's like the N-word is one of the... Uh, it's uh, one of the greatest... Uh, it's uh, not the greatest... Homony- is it homonym or synonym? Sim- sim- uh, well, uh, no one, a word A word that means different... Uh, you synonym. Same word. That's yeah, synonym. Synonym. Yeah. Okay. It's one of the greatest. Thank you, thank you. It's why I just smoked my first joint. Uh, the first one. Of, it's the greatest. It, that and the word fuck. Yeah, yeah. Okay, because that. Oops. Those me. two gotta, can mean so many different things. I got to turn off my email because it's going to start going ding about every five seconds. Ding, so ding, ding. Okay, there we go. <clears throat> you know, you, you know what I mean, and. Well, so, and, and, but and it's it's, it's one of, it, it. it's it's like you know the word fuck in the sense that that it's a blanket. It, it can be a noun, a verb, an adverb. It could be all of these different things, and mm-hmm. and it's this blanket statement, right? Yes. When used appropriately, when it's yes. used as a noun to to defame or 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 make a derogatory or negative statement towards somebody, that's when it turns into a mess. And, yes. You know yes. when when it, when it's Same just thing. a word, just like any other word, it, it becomes just part of the vernacular. People don't, you know, they, they're not using it to be mean. They're not using it. They're not directing it any at anybody. So mm-hmm. that that was my intro to to the black culture. And then I did, yeah. then I dated a black girl in high school too. Good for you. Yeah, I was so smart. Somebody, oh look, he got your sugar balls. I was smart. <laughs> <laughs> I was smart, <laughs> and she was one of the best looking girls in the school too. Boy, I was well. Good uh, for you. I was. Dude. I was You're smart. Fine. I don't know how the hell. I don't know what she saw in my ugly ass, but it is what it is. You know, hey, beauty's in the eye know, of the beholder. You're one of the brothers. Yeah, I was. I was, and she you knew know, that. You know, I mean, she knew that. You, 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 were, you were just exotic. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Yep. I, I was the same. Uh, it's the same thing. My matter of fact, my best friend, uh, in my jokes. 
I his name is Josh. I can't uh, say his real name because he's high up in the music industry. Uh, and so, so off the me, air, me and Josh have to tell me who that is, just so that I know, because I I was in. Oh, Josh, uh, the, my, but... the weed dealer. Uh, you know, in in my jokes. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So uh, you know, I gave I you know, I try to tell real stories and real situations, but I'm not going to throw people under the bus and use their real name. Right, right. Uh, so I created I created Josh because he's um he's basically an amalgam. Uh, you like that, huh? Amalgam. Uh, Amalgamation. That's, the, that's uh, yes. even better. <laughs> Ooh, Amalgam's what they uh, put in your teeth, just so you know. The, uh, amal- amalgamation <laughs> is the act of creating... Amalgamated. Uh, <laughs> yes, I was amalgamated. Uh, I, I, I sound like uh, uh, Amos and Andy. I amalgamated, uh, vaginally speaking. Uh, uh, oh, absolutely. Uh <laughs> I uh, I created the character Josh, and now me, Josh and I, uh, you know, I would always celebrate Christmas with this fam. Well, uh, you know, what I mean? so I would go up to Julian, California, uh, if, uh, which is like Central California ish, yep. yep. And um, his uncle was a scientist that researched. <clears throat> And uh, so we would go up there, and all the family would be there, and all the youngsters, all the young uh, cats our age, uh, we'd be hanging out all together, and and we'd go to want to go smoke some weed, and say, hey, let's go see the wolves. So we go into the wolf pen, and they had a tower in the in the pen. So we hang out in the tower and smoke out, and we just hang out and then come back, and, and you know, with the family and everything, <laughs> and. His dad, Josh's dad, and then eat, called, hey, eat the he called it fuck Hockey Christmas. out of everything you could. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he called it, and he's probably, are, are you coming to Honky Christmas this year? <laughs> that, that's literally what Josh's dad said, who, who's pretty much my dad. And uh, he, he, I was like, you damn right. Uh, so <laughs> Why wouldn't that I? That was the first time. Yeah, duh. <laughs> Uh, I'm tired of Black Christmas. Fuck yeah! <laughs> and they they embraced me and made me one of their own. So that's awesome. Uh, and this and 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 this and we met. Uh, we had a spit war the first day we met oh, uh, after playing uh, yeah playing basketball. But now he's he, dude. He's my best friend. Uh, you know we've been best friends for fuck over. Jeez almost 40 years uh you, you know what i mean we're not that just old, a Bruce. chance meaning uh, yes we are no, uh no, yes not. we are no, I'll, I'll argue that until yeah. the day i die i'll be 95 going no i'm not and you'll I'm die not. of old age no, that's, that's tomorrow that's <laughs> tomorrow <laughs> no i'm not i'm not i'm not uh, yeah, I, I know i know i know <laughs> i know you know what the worst part of it, i hate about turning old is making your dad's noises oh. is like, <laughs> that's so true I wake up every fucking morning. God, God, Christ! Oh God, I should have ate that. You know, uh, and and you know, you had asked me just before we started recording this, do do you remember where we left off? 
And uh, speaking of age, that's where we left off. Um, okay. So, uh, so we were talking about. Um, I, I had asked you if there was a. We started with was there a particular age where you started uh, in comedy, and you had talked about you know you'd listen to Roger Pryor and you know much of these other you know Bill Cosby and the other uh, uh, artists mm-hmm. at the time. Um, but then we started talking. I was thirty. Uh, you were thirty. Yeah, that's yeah. that's that's when you started li- listening to that. Yeah, I was thirty years old. So that was like uh, a I, couple years ago. No, no, no. I started listening <laughs> prior. I started listening to prior at at six because my mom right. had all the albums. Right, right, right. And I would listen to, and my grandfather would listen to with me, and then my grandfather would just sit there and say, "That motherfucker know what he's talking about," <laughs> especially. Especially when he did Mudbone, that was my favorite. Oh, Mudbone that Little was, Feats. Oh, dude, that is dude, my dude, all-time dude, dude, that's favorite. My fa- dude, that's the best. Oh my that's, god, that's, that's, dude, that's that. the greatest. If you okay, if you're listening, I couldn't sit down because she got, on I got the pile. You see, the dude, yeah, see, first person I met when I came down here <laughs> was Stony. Was the bomb shop, barber shop, <laughs> <laughs> and he used to get bootleg haircuts. <laughs> so, <funny. laughs> dude, I dude, it's the greatest. I listen to that. I swear to God, I listen to that once a week. Oh, me too. Just to take I, me back. Just, I would just yeah. to take me back. Yep. Just yeah. to take me back to that moment, the first time I heard it. So and I, my, dude, me uh, and my grandfather were was just looking like, up at this titty. It was looking at me, looking at me. And then it winked at me. You gotta go back. You gotta, yeah, you gotta go back. And next thing, the step out the house had the biggest titties in the world, <laughs> and a tattoo on each titty. She had a pair of lips on one titty. I was praying to God I had to kiss them. <laughs> and a big <laughs> eye on the other. It <laughs> looked like a week. <laughs> and she had she had this monkey's foot around her neck oh, and, and a, a three-legged, three-legged monkey. monkey. <laughs> and the monkey would fuck with everybody but her, see? <laughs> I, oh, I can't dude. do it in his his his, his, in, his in, accent. In his cadence. Yeah, but I can't. Oh. That was just hilarious. I love oh. that. Love that. Oh, and when... when, when, uh, when why no? When she, and she squatted and pissed for fifteen she minutes. For fifteen minutes. <laughs> and old strong ammonia piss too. <laughs> and then it said, "Junior, put your feet in that." <laughs> I'll damn sure go talk about this boy around. <laughs> and he put it in. Sparks started flying around. Bats Monkey started shitting everywhere. Bat was flying. <laughs> Oh my God! Oh, that I put was... my hand on my knife. Yeah, is that when I put my hand on my knife. Yeah, dude. <laughs> so I figured because somebody's going to get hurt in here. I ain't going to be the I last. I ain't going to be the last one. <laughs> my grandfather. Oh God, uh, that was hilarious. He so I do it, dude. That's what brought him in because yeah. he because he, he talked like my grandfather. Yep. And you, you know what I mean. So. That's uh, what. And then, then what about? Uh, and God, here we're making this a, a show about Richard Pryor's routines. What about uh, why? no dealing with Dracula? That, oh, say that boy. was that was say, say boy. nigga, you with the cake? <laughs> He's a filthy motherfucker too, ain't you? <laughs> the dirt on the back, back of your, your neck. neck. <laughs> oh, oh my! You want to suck? What? You want to suck? What? <laughs> <laughs> ain't sucking nothing around here, Junior. <laughs> <laughs> 
Suck, suck your, your ass, ass away from here. That's what you better do. What you better do. <laughs> suck some blood, go down the blood bank. <laughs> Hope you get sick of it. <laughs> that was just absolutely cracking. I, I remember oh, or the, dying. Or I, the wino and the exorcist. Oh, yeah, that that too. It was like, oh, hello. You know God. Goodbye. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know God. There's a place in here that's possessed. <laughs> And we was running. I know you're busy. <laughs> I checked, I checked your schedule. Your schedule. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that oh. was great. I was, I, and, and I got tears coming out of my eyes right now, laughing so hard, just like I did when I first heard it. He was just, he was that good. Oh, it was just a, a, a horrible, horrible loss. And and uh, I, I just remember kind of watching that whole ordeal. Man, that boy had a, he had a life on him. That just, uh, yeah, know, I, I, that's why I'm looking forward to seeing. I'm looking forward to it, but I'm going in mm, uh, when uh, the um, movie comes out about Pryor uh, when Mike Epps is Pryor. See, I'm not. Ugh, yeah, it's almost I'm, like you don't want to taint. I'm not your perspective of Pryor with something. But that, what strengthens it is Eddie Murphy's playing his dad. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that's a good. And Oprah's and Oprah's playing his grandmother. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of people, if you don't know, uh, Rich Pryor, uh, if you're listening, you don't know. Rich Pryor was born in a brothel. He was raised in a brothel. Yep. His mother was the madam. His daddy, uh, his dad was the enforcer. His mom was one of the girls. Yep. Uh, so you got that pent up into you. So you got these stories. You've seen so much shit. Yeah, and that's why when I when people try to compare Chappelle to Cosby, you can't compare the two. Yeah, because because the you two can compare, words. yeah, you can compare the funny, right. right? You can compare the you can compare the groundbreaking. Yep, you can compare those things, but you cannot compare the those lives yep. because Chappelle raised by two college professors, right? You you know what I mean? Yep, uh, and prior. And that's why Pryor he's so damn smart. The, yes, yes. And Pryor was the comedian that I knew, even as a child, he was bringing in personal stuff that I can identify with. Right. He wasn't he was doing street, that He was six a street minutes. performer. Yes. I, I mean, for all, I, not literally, well, maybe literally. I don't know if he ever did street comedy. A street not, but, prophet. But I think yeah, he was a street prophet. That's probably even a better term, yeah. Uh, you know, you know what I mean. It, he, he oh, I got. To, he, did you ever see Prior Alive? Yes, I was lucky enough to see him in Long Beach once. Yeah. Oh no, you weren't at the, uh, you weren't at a live in concert, were you? No, no, I was at. Uh, oh, it was God. after that. That's but, his best. Yeah, that's that, his best. That's his best film. Yeah, that was one of the best ones he's done. Yep, he's ever done. Uh, I saw. I got to see him at the comedy store. Uh, ninety three. Wow! He just uh, you know, he just uh, announced. Uh, you know, the public knew that he had MS. Right. And then everything. I would my me and two friends of mine. Josh wasn't there, uh, but uh, two uh, two other friends of mine, Caucasians, and uh, we're walking. We're hanging because you know Melrose and Sunset were a place to hang out. Yeah. So we went there uh, sunset one night, and we're walking by the comedy store, and this big brother comes out, 
He looks at me and goes, say, brother, Richard Pryor getting ready to go on in five minutes. I said, three, three tickets, three, three. three. <laughs> yeah, and again, and my one friend was like, yeah, I want to go see. I go, motherfucker. I looked at him and I go, motherfucker, we're going to go see Richard Pryor. Okay. Yeah. I, had, I, 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 I really got aggro on him. Well, look, motherfucker, we're going to go see Richard Pryor, <laughs> goddammit. And I, 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 was ser- I was serious. And uh, I, we got in there, full house. Richard Pryor comes on. I was so excited because I got, finally got to see him. And the signs of MS were visible because yeah. he needed help getting upstairs. Yeah. And I just started crying. And... When he hit the mic, it was just, oh, brain was all there. Just, yes, and 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 he the my the best line I I will never forget. He said, "The best thing about having MS is fucking." (laughs) Of course, you just because you just lay there. The MS do all the work. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! And I'm sitting, and I'm I'm sitting. There next to and Henry Winkler was two, um, two booze away from us. Cause that's that's just the power of Pryor. Pryor brought in white Hollywood. Everybody, you know, like everybody, Nicholson, uh, Warren Beatty, every everybody, because he was just real. Yeah, and that's and that's why I tried to make, keep my comedy real ish. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it, because that's where your experiences come from. So yeah, you know, they and you, and you to can be tell genuine, a bad comic to to be you, genuine, you have to pull it from your own experience. Yeah. Otherwise, you're you just know, doing you what we to, did, and you're you're copying Richard Pryor's fantastic routine. <laughs> yeah, and, and I've seen that so many times. Yeah. I've seen that so many times. I've seen somebody. I've seen somebody use the the titty joke and, and, and yeah. titty and look like we. And I just looked at him. And I went up to him after. I go, I just, I was so pissed Why off. Are you I go, pulling you prior stole that jokes. I go, yeah, I go, yeah, I did. I go, what the fuck are you doing? You pulled a prior joke, and they yeah. tried to deny it. I go, look, mother, no, motherfucker, no. Yeah. Uh, you sat there and delivered a verbatim. Yeah. Okay. And that's not, almost unless... that's almost blasphemous in in the case of Richard Pryor. Yeah, and it's like, uh, yeah, or or. or even Cosby, I don't yeah, care. Yeah. I, I, you know, you know what I mean. I don't. I know what he did. I, uh, yeah, you know, or yeah. what, what he's done, but that doesn't take away from what he's done as far as comedy. And that's why some of the things. That's one of the things that were pissing me off about people because they were saying uh, when the truth came out about Pryor or about uh, Cosby, Cosby. Yeah, uh, it was known in the black comedy community. It was known. But it was really? just, yeah, yeah. It was just, uh, and then uh, Paul Mooney, the late Paul Mooney, was the one that told me about it. I got to, I got the honor of featuring, featuring for him. Featuring is when you go up right before the headliner, um, for him at the Ontario Improv, and we're sitting talking, and I, you know, I, I'm an encyclopedia of comedy, so I'm like yeah. hitting him, when, you know, then he he looks at me, oh, how you know all that, uh, homie, how, how you know all that, and uh. Right, and somebody said somebody mentioned. Cos- I think one of his assistants mentioned Cosby. He said, "Oh, that nigga ain't gonna do nothing but drug them white women." And I went, "Huh?" And then two years later, boom. 
Yeah. And this was the same weekend of OJ2, this time we got him. Uh, the second OJ trial. That's what I call it. Yeah. OJ2, yeah. this time we got him. And he looked at me. We were watching the, the – they're reading the verdict. And he looked at me and goes, uh, homie, uh, they're getting ready to put this nigga under the jail. It, you know what I mean? So you're <laughs> yeah. sitting there. Yeah. And that's what I love about comedy because I get to sit – I've gotten to – I've gotten the privilege – privilege of sitting with and talking to people I idolize. Right. And, uh, for instance, I'm might, uh, on my podcast, I'm going to be, uh, I got the honor of interviewing, uh, Garrett Morris. Oh, really? Uh, pretty soon. Oh, yes. I, I got it. I got to hear that. Yeah. Because you talk about groundbreaking, Graham Morris was the first black dude on SNL. Yep. Uh, you, you know what I mean? Uh, with his classic, I'm going to get me a shotgun and kill all the whiteys I see, which is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I remember looking at that going, yeah, looking around the room with the people I was <laughs> sitting with going, let's see, how are they going to react to this? Are they going to, are they going to jump up and go, kill that boy? Kill. Or are they going to start yeah. laughing? And they all started laughing. Yeah. <laughs> they all started laughing. Yeah. Every one of them. Because because it's done with taste. Yeah. And, and but my favorite line in that song, and I'm gonna get me a white girl wearing a navy blue sweater, and then <laughs> Gilda Radner was wearing a navy blue sweater. <laughs> Garrett Morris. Now that is a name I have not heard in a long time, and that that's really that's awesome. That you're be, gonna talk to him. That's great. A name that should be recognized. For his achievements, you, you know, Garrett Morris was an opera singer. Is yeah, an opera I singer. I did know that. Yeah, I did know that. He was also yeah. in Cooley High. His first uh, major role was in Cooley High. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you know, just how groundbreaking he was. Right. Well, maybe the I'll have to. He got w- shot once you uh, once you have him on your podcast and break ground with him uh, in the podcast world. Maybe I'll have to invite him over to to do an episode with me. Maybe we'll do it all together. You, you, oh, and, that'd be cool. you and I and, and Garrett talking on the on the phone doing doing Richard Pryor impressions. Knowing <laughs> <laughs> Garrett, knowing Garrett, he's like, eh, no, you don't do it right. Yeah, man. you're not doing it right. <laughs> what, 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 what's he now? <laughs> then he start yelling at me, going, "What?" They're talking to you, probably going, "Who's that? Who's that who's honky, a, honky, honky doing, that? doing? He probably doesn't even know who Richard Pryor is. <laughs> yeah, who's honky doing, brother Richard? Yeah, man, what, what, man? <laughs> I, I, I just like uh, in my comedy. I do a lot of impressions, uh, but I'm known. I can do a lot of impressions, but I don't want to be an impressionist. Right. <clears throat> you certainly don't you want know, to get not, known for being one. I don't want to be Black Caliendo. I mean, you know, no, no diss to Frank. I mean, he's made it made an excellent career out of doing it. I don't want to be Black Rich a little. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I, who, who I've gotten I've gotten to meet uh, Rich a little and that was that was awesome. Yeah, I did too. Uh, I I worked the Tonight Show um, because my grandfather was on the Tonight Show all the way back to when Jack Parr was on it. Are you serious? Who's yeah? He worked wait. on it. He was a stage guy. He 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 was a stage engineer. And his last engine. name was Fuller. No, 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 Hopkinson. So he okay. was he was one of the. His name is Mark Hopkinson, and his his father, my great grandfather. 
was mm-hmm. one of the charter members of IATSE back in the early 1900s. He was the oh, wow. he was the oldest living member when he died at at uh, 100 and, 102? 102. He was like the whole oldest oldest grip. Yeah, he was yeah, the oldest living member of IATSE, yeah. He, he was. I, I even I've got his gold card right here somewhere. That's so fucking that, uh, yeah, I grew so I grew up in awesome. that industry. You know, I grew up he ran the Biltmore Theater for years. My great grandfather did. And uh he, oh. he was the head of the, the theater for you know, I don't know, 20, 30, 40 years, something like that. Some long That's so long time, fucking so. awesome. Yeah, a lot of back backstories there that we could talk about for for days but that's that's my story that's not yours I, this is this is about bruce not <laughs> mm-hmm. unless you want to interview me that's fine we'll, we'll do that i will well <laughs> i'm gonna have to interview you for my podcast i know i have to go on your podcast which uh, do you have time on. do you have time later today or le- later sure let yeah, me we... charge my phone yeah we can we can talk about that yeah absolutely yeah but let but i got a limited Tip amount of I got a limited amount of time with you uh, here for us to finish off uh, part two. So I want to go back to the um, one of the questions that I did want to ask you, and I'd started to ask you, and then then we were moving on to to because uh, uh, you had to leave at the end of part one. Uh-huh. Um, so one one of the things that that I know I have heard about. And certainly have seen in in a smaller, much smaller way because I wasn't the performer, so I, I didn't see it as much as as the performer would have. But have you ever been in a position where you have been told you cannot do this on stage? You cannot talk about yeah. this. And, yeah. and 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 how did you handle that? How how did that? I, I mean, obviously, I talked about it. I was going to say. I mean, obviously, you have two choices. You can either just say, "Hey, fuck you! I'm going to do what I want. This is my routine." Or yeah, or thanks for bringing that up because now I'm really going to talk about it. So I guess there's three options. Or you know, the third thing is, oh, all right, well, I, they're not going to pay me if I talk about it, so I'm not going to talk about it. So, yeah, well, if, when it comes to that, when it comes to pay. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, you know, if, they, if it comes to pay, I'm not going to talk about it. But it was at a show, and this book, this a uh, young lady that booked me. Uh, trying to get, you know, she's new and she's trying to say, you got to be clean, you got to be do this, do that. Right. And she, I don't know if you can be clean. And I go, obviously, you don't know me. And I go out and I even do this joke. Uh, about, it's relatively clean. And I, you know, it was, it was clean. But I said, I just went into this joke of, and it's a true statement. I go, black people, we get blamed for everything, even stuff we didn't do. It started when you were a kid. You used to have, uh, you used to have a game when you were a kid. They used to have a game called Ding Dong Ditch. Yep, yep. And what I, some people used to call that. it, nigger knocking. Uh, you know, and then I go into stuff that the the, the N word is used ahead of time. Uh, and she said, "My God, I got so many emails thanking me for booking you." Uh, you know what really? I mean? Yeah. So then, you know, if you say something intelligently, right? Uh, you can get away with it, right? Uh, if you just now, now if you just go up there and go nigger, 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 or you know, fuck fifty, fuck, 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 
Yeah. Uh, that's just ridiculous. Yeah, not, doing it for the just for the shock value. For the shock, is kind I, of stupid. You know, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I hate. I'm not into shock comics. Uh, some of my friends are, uh, and then that's all well and good. But I'm just like, you didn't have to do that. Well, you know, and it, and it's funny because I think that that some of the funniest stuff I've seen. Is in God forget you're you're gonna know who I'm talking about here when I describe him because I can't think of his name right now, um, but he just does that very uh, super negative like uh, I fell down the stairs the other day and it's got oh big, Stephen Wright fu- yeah big fuzzy hair he, he has the fuzzy hair um, well yeah the the he's tall lanky yeah 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 uh, yeah. yeah Stephen Wright yeah okay then I you may be right I can't remember the name off the top of my head so you may be right but but no, I love he's Stephen so Wright low because he's key. so dry yeah he's so low-key and he's so dry so you don't have to be you know in people's faces to make things funny you know it's just no. you, you don't have to do that you can you can you know but of course to teach their own their their own style and i i don't know and you could probably tell me um as a performer how hard it would problem. be um to I, I don't think you could you couldn't go from that type of dry comedy to oh my gosh I'm fully in your face and then back into that dry comedy again I mean maybe maybe you could if you're you were Robin Williams but you know but people I, expected him to be schizophrenic when he was on stage you know I think I do some people tell me I do because <clears throat> oh, uh, really? there's some yeah. jokes yeah because some I think some jokes have to be told. And patiently, like uh, in, a, in a slow cadence, right, right. And then some has to be quick because that's the situation. Well, the, and then you got the Schumachers of the world that go into the Love Doctor. You know that, that <laughs> let me just make you want to fall off your chair. You're laughing, and then then there's the the Lewis Blacks that you know can go from okay, Screaming. so let's go through this logic for a moment. You know, and, and, mm. and goes through this thing and just, you know, th- your government is telling you that you can save yourself from a fire fuck ball by hiding under wood. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that whole delivery is like, but then on the other hand, it's like, what? <laughs> it just goes off and, and it's hilarious. But And that's what people don't realize or don't get. It's delivery. It's not the material. Yep. It's delivery. Yeah, it so much is, and and I, so then Mitch Hedberg told stupid jokes, right, right, but he told them in a way that that but he, they but his being cadence, funny. yeah, it was hilarious. Why must it be this way? Right, you know, it just because <laughs> you, you've established a care. It, it it just yeah, no, nobody can tell a, a Mitch Hedberg joke, right, because you'll never deliver it like he does. No, yeah, yeah. and uh, just like nobody can be the love master. Right. No, there isn't. I, I've, I've tried just trying to explain it to my friends, and I suck so badly at it. But they're still laughing because mm-hmm. they still think but they're it's laughing like this. And I, <laughs> they're, they're more like laughing like you're such an idiot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, I, I got to laugh. <laughs> I've, be, I've become close. Uh, I've become good friends with uh, Shoemaker because oh, have I've you? always yeah. been. Yes, I be, because I, I did his podcast, and he didn't. And he was like, God, because he finally saw me. Because uh, we were at Flappers uh, in Burbank, he had the eight o'clock show, and I had the nine, nine to ten o'clock show, and I came in and we finally met. 
and we just started talking. He's like, oh, shit. And he's like, okay. All right. And he's like, okay. And he saw my set, and he's like, do you want to do my podcast? That's cool. That's great. You, you, you know what I mean? So after uh, I do his podcast, and and, and he does the best John, he does the best Don Knotts in, ever. Oh, yeah. The yeah. best. Yeah, he does. He does. It's and funny. he... And he was surprised at how much Andy Griffin knowledge I knew. <laughs> well, we kind of grew up in that era. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean, that, but that was comedy. That's what I knew. Talk about uh, 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 talk about the different characters because I wanted to come up. I told him I had an idea for a sketch called May- Mayberry SVU. <laughs> <laughs> Where somebody's somebody's done touched Opie <laughs> in the wrong way, and I don't take that none. <laughs> so you have fucking um, you, so you have Barney, you know, uh, played by played impeccably by fucking shoemaker by uh, shoemaker. So it's yeah. so you know what I mean. And in the in the end of the sketch is basically you find out that Floyd the barber was the one because Floyd was creepy. <laughs> oh, he uh, was. He, uh, his, uh, even his, his delivery was like, what is this creepy. guy? What is this guy doing here? I mean, I guess, well, what, I guess you couldn't well, put him on. Stroke. Oh, 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 well, I didn't know that. He had a stroke. Um, <clears throat> the, the third time he was on, he, that's when it hit. So, Ooh, any, really? Then that's when it became creep. That's when it became creepy. Oh my yeah, gosh. I do, yeah, I knew that, and 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 that's what got uh, Shoemaker, Shoemaker, or Shoemaker. He's he's like, oh shit, you know that, and he, oh Andy. So in my sketch, uh, Floyd was going to be uh, the culprit, but Ice T comes in, you know. So it's a callback <laughs> to uh, SVU, and so they blame it on Ice T. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, Andy, Andy, and I was gonna play Floyd. Oh, Andy, Andy. Oh, I saw Opie. Oh, at the swimming hole. Oh, <laughs> oh God. He's what? That's creepy. Just listening to that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, I was gonna be good. Oh, Andy, Andy. I saw Opie at the swimming hole, and he's wearing shorts. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's crazy! <laughs> it just sounds like so creepy, but it's like because uh, everybody because because you know everybody thought that Floyd was creepy. Oh yeah, they totally did. I, I most everybody I knew was like, "What? Why is this guy even on here?" I mean, I, but then again, you know, you couldn't really put him anywhere but the barber position because yeah, anywhere else, why he, and he'd be that's why he was always sitting out. down. Yeah, yeah, just, and he, that's why he was always in the barber chair. Yeah, got him because of the there. stroke. Really, I didn't know that that part. Yeah, that's interesting. I didn't know that. You know, yeah, I had yeah. a stroke, so I I I've been down that road, and uh, and fortunately, I'm fine. I mean, I I came. I had the type of stroke I had. And it was excruciatingly minor, but it did leave me in the hospital for a month and a half. Oh, a month. But oh, a um, month and a month and a half. <laughs> but I wasn't going. Hey, look at that what nurse. That nurse oh. came in. And she was changing my bedpan, and <laughs> I, I peed twice. <laughs> I kept calling her in. <laughs> they, stopped, they stopped answering the bell. <laughs> oh, I ring her. I'll ring her bell. I was, oh, 
Yeah, it was. <clears throat> pardon me. That was um, that was a little. It's frightening. almost Merv Griffinish. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kind of, sort of. <laughs> so, hey, um, and 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 you brought up something, or we were talking about something. That I think uh, it, that I would just like to know about you. How did? So you got into comedy. You listened to all these guys, and and uh, you know they impressed you, and uh, they were influences on you. But that doesn't mean you're a comic. Um, you know, and, and I, I say that for myself. I mean, like, like I said, I listened to, I mean, clearly we listened to the same Richard Pryor, you know, albums and skits. Um, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean I can go up on stage and be a comic because just because I think he's hilarious and I can quote him verbatim, but, mm-hmm. um, but uh, so, so, the, so I guess my question for you is how did you learn the timing? How did, how did you get to the point where you, you felt because I, you made a comment at the beginning of of our first episode um, where you said that um, the fear of failure uh, kind of kept you from you know getting into it, and I I, I, I can imagine. I mean, I, I get it because getting, stepping up in front of you know big rooms of people and and doing something that could That's basically they shit. could you know boo you off the stage you know is, is scary as hell. So and I've seen it and I've seen it and yeah, it ain't pretty. Yeah, I've seen it a couple of times and it's not pretty. And I was one of the people booing. So um <laughs> I was like, "No, dude. Uh, no. There's was a he line, that bad? He was not only was he that bad, but then he got into he was one of those comics that got into the I'm going to insult the audience, you know, oh. to, because I think that's funny because I think I'm cooler than them. Mm-hmm. And it got to the the stupid part is he started insulting my girlfriend. Oh. And, and of course, you know, I'm going to, you know, puff up my chest was, at that point. Was it but, the black, was it the black one? No, no, <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no. Cause she would have, I, I would have just sat back and laughed and watched her tear the shit out of him. But nice, nice callback. Huh? Like a, that was a nice like, call. Yeah. You, you don't want to go there, my friend. That ain't going to happen. <laughs> so mm-hmm. and I don't need to do shit cause she'll take care of that all by herself. So I, mm-hmm. I better me sit down and shut up than to get, you know, the finger in my face. Don't you touch, you know, I ain't going there. So. You, you, you his friend? <laughs> you say, what? What? You're not my daddy? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, like, God. oh. Okay. No, but anyway, no, I, I, I watched, you know, and he, he started doing the insulting the audience thing. And, it, you know, it, it just got to the point where, you know, we were standing up and booing, you know, just going, dude, get off the Ooh. stage. You're an idiot. You know, and they finally, oh. finally, I think the stage manager just came up and said, dude, come on. And they just cut his mic off and said, you're done. It's over. But my, my question for you is, you know, how did you learn the, the delivery that you use? I mean, that doesn't sales. Really? Is that where it came from? Yeah. 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 Cause you have to, cause you have to, uh, talk to your customer or your, you know, or your lead. Right. And, uh, you have to, you, you have to. I know one of the key things in sales is relatability and you're cut, you know, so you have to, um, become your customer, you know, right. oh, you know, Lee, Oh, well, you know, Lee, the wife and I, right. We're right. at, we're at the blah, blah, you know, and that's where I learned. And just by studying and just uh, naturally being able to tell a joke. Uh, just, just so, that. So that, tell, so but, tell me, give me, give me the, um, give me the first experience and second experience you had on stage. Tell me what that was like for you. First experience was at the Ontario Improv, 
when it opened mm-hmm. uh, for the first time, uh, they had an amateur contest. Sorry, uh, you, the gardeners here. Uh, and I, uh, I was the last person to enter the contest. And I was the first person up. And I ended, win, ended up winning that night. Uh, this is my first time on stage. Wow. And then I went to... Uh, so your your first experience was a win, which is yeah. great. That's great. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it was a legitimate win, too. It was a bring, It was a bringer show, of course, but... And like all beginning shows are, bringer show. Bringer show is when you have to bring people to the show. Right. Uh, and... I no, not only uh, brought uh, I brought uh, I think I brought like five less than the person that brought the most but I won everybody over really and I I don't I don't re- really remember my set uh, but I used to do a if you uh, if you know WWE I used to do impression of Stone Cold Steve Austin uh, yeah. <laughs> and let me talk to you, Lee, for a minute. So I'm sitting there, uh, you know, on stage, and I'm doing this character, and and then this colored guy is doing my voice, you know. And so I, that that was that was it. Wow. That's and uh, and that was your whole that was your whole uh, your whole routine. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Huh. Wow. I was I was putting Stone Cold in, in like a stupid situation, like uh, he's Stone Cold. He's Stone I I would uh, like if I if I rented uh, if you rented Stone Cold a place and he was late on his rent, or or, or Stone Cold was <laughs> or Stone Cold was your landlord. You mean to tell me you ain't got my rent money? <laughs> look at, look at me when I'm talking to you. Uh, and I, I just—that'd be frightening as hell, <laughs> dude. And, I, so, and uh, but it's weird because now I have a lot of friends that are in the wrestling, that that are in wrestling, uh, that are known wrestlers. Yeah, I've seen you post and, a lot of, of uh, wrestling stuff on Facebook. So, and uh, they and Stone Cold knows about me that, because they've heard me do his impression. And so I was like, Stone Cold nose. So, <laughs> and so I'm gonna, I'm happy? scared. I'm gonna hear. The, I'm he scared. I'm gonna hear. Yeah, yeah, he's happy. <laughs> Whew. But I'm scared. I'm gonna hear this one day. Yeah. And I open the door. Hey, look at me when I'm talking to. You. <laughs> are you marking me? Are you making fun of how I talk? What? Do you, who do you think? You know. It, <laughs> okay. It's a, like the impressions. I don't know where I get it from. I hear differently than other people well first of all i i have a slight hearing problem so really? when i hear when i when i listen i have to listen intensely so i had i have to i hear every inflection in somebody's voice yeah you know okay. what i mean so yeah. when when the nation go up you know or nation hey down you know it's just like you know what i mean yeah yeah, you like can. It's, it's kind of like music. You kind of feel you feel your way through it. Yeah, it's a rhythm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's like uh, doing. If I like say, if I do Nick Nolte, uh, well, Lee, uh, 
I don't know if I can. I don't know if Bruce Jingles is right for the gig. <laughs> God, God damn it! And, and, and you have to you have to exaggerate it a little bit because yeah. that's the that's the person that they are. Right. You know what I mean? So you're like, God, God damn it! <clears throat> yeah, well, that, that becomes part of the late. becomes part of the uh, the the characterization of them. Exactly. Yeah. So, so Lee, you know, you need to have me on your podcast, Lee. <laughs> I would, I would love to have Nick Nolte on my podcast. <laughs> Dude, imagine his, imagine Nick Nolte stories. Oh, oh, they'd be almost as good as as. Uh, uh, so one day I was on Rich Man Poor Man, God. <laughs> and I was talking to, to Barbara Streisand. I was hanging out with Peter Strauss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that uh, that would be. That'd be some serious stories. That he's got such a such a colorful way of living his life. I guess is the best way to look at it. That's very nicely kind of, said. Yeah, kind of, the, kind of different, different, but in his almost his own brand of political incorrectness. Yeah. That that just it, it's it's not just politically incorrect. It's it's Nick Nolte politically incorrect. Yeah, but as, it's cool. As if it's in your face, like, and what are you going to do about it? It's almost like the 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 you know, looking, trying to scold your your Doberman Pinscher for peeing on the carpet. Mm-hmm. Like, really? Because they're looking at you like, but, you know, I could fuck you yeah, up. It's a, really? You're going to do this right now? Really? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, so okay, all right. So back to you. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, we keep going, <laughs> keep going off on these other people. It's great. Um, so back to you. Now, now tell me what was the worst experience that you've had on stage? Uh, if you want to tell that story, I mean, I, tell me a story no, that no, you no, feel no. like. No, it's about honesty. Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, was there a was there a time? I I I I, I bet I went up right after never I, been... I went up right after my dad died. Oh, well, that's that's horrible. Um, it it wasn't that it was a bad set. Uh, and actually, uh, they said, I, uh, I don't really remember the set, uh, but everybody says I, I like destroyed, but it's, I don't think I really had a bad time on, on stage cause I'm very in the moment. Right. And for, uh, I, 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 and I'm thankful that I have the ability, uh, to, be in the moment and then go right back to what I was talking about. Cause that's the one, that's a key. Uh, it's a psychological key to stand up is cause that really impresses the audiences. Like if I have a heckler right. and I just hit him, I like, uh, I don't know if you see me with a heckler, but I just hit him. I hit him three times. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> like, you know, you know what I mean? Like just boom, boom, boom. And then go right back to what I was talking about. Right. And just so put him down. Yeah, and so he's like, "What? What, what the fuck?" That? And, you know, because these days, um, I don't mean literally hitting, but I mean hitting him with like a bah, bah, right, bah, right, right. like one-liners or, or you know, you know, talking back to him because you can't give him a chance because that's their job. That's what they want to do is disrupt the show. Right. But if you but you impress the audience by going right back to that exact moment. Right, that you left off at. 
Got it. And that's what I, that's what I try to do. So the 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 toughest the, I, is, the toughest time that you've had on stage. It seems to me, and and I can totally understand why, but it seems to me that it's more about what what's happened to you off stage, not yeah. not what's happening to you on stage. You you haven't really had a like a a really bad set where people are booing you off the stage. I mean, you're we're not you're not going down. I've never been booed. I mean, I've had bad sets. Yeah. But I've never, I've never been booed. I don't get being booed. Yeah. Well, it's like, why would you go out there to be booed? It's like I think some people just do. It could be. Those are the shock, the shock people that that like it when they're getting the, the um, reaction out of the, the crowd, reaction. even though it's just, even though it's a negative one. Um, mm-hmm. You know, but but yeah, that that makes total sense to me. I, I get that. So. Uh, and and y- we were talking obviously about you you've been to um uh, uh, overseas for the USO and 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 done those sorts of of um shows for for people in an, in a completely different country is there a, is there a place that you've been to that i mean other than your USO shows because i know that the you you had mentioned already that they they were kind of you, you were amazed because they're this captive audience that really enjoys you know what you're doing but have you ever been is there been a place that you've been to where you just went oh my god i can't i can't believe i'm here i on this stage i i can't believe i'm on this stage like i never like th- like, like i never uh, thought i'd be here or, yeah like, shocked or just uh just just amazed and happy yeah all all of that i mean it, just like oh my i mean you know that we've heard stories about so many other you know performers that the comedy like, oh store we're, we're on the we're on the the Carnegie Hall is 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 a mecca and here I am you know there so yours yours is the the comedy store main stage the comedy store main stage the first time uh uh the Toyota the Toyota Arena um uh, when I um I did the uh, smoke out uh concert uh with uh cypress hill and uh and snoop dogg i went between those two oh wow acts. yeah and it was like five minutes but it was like i hit hard i but i, I just couldn't believe it because now you're in front of fifteen thousand stoners <laughs> and stoners aren't and there's not one of them that's a threat to you at all not one. no no <laughs> no 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 Unless you got and a Twinkie then, uh, hanging out of your pocket, but other than that, they're no, yeah, they're I know. No they're like, yeah, go ahead, man. <laughs> but actually, stoner crowds, you got to hit hard, and you can't be smart. You know what I mean? Right. You have to hit like pop, 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 pop. Don't try your smart shit. Yeah. They're dumb as fuck. So, <laughs> On purpose. That yeah. Time, at that point. That yes. Time. Yes. They choose to be dumb. <laughs> well, the but uh, sorry, but go ahead. since I, I'm sorry, uh, but since. I've talked to you since we talked last. I came back from my first uh, road gig since uh, uh, in six months. Uh, I was in Michigan uh, with uh, with Adam Beach, a uh, very no- well-known uh, Native American actor. I was performing at Indian casinos. We were trying to work on a tour uh, to do Native American cas- or Native casinos in Canada and the U.S. And I had my first show in six months. I damn near got a standing O. So really, that's yeah. awesome. That's good news. Yes, yeah, so, that's so incredible. I feel, so I feel rejuvenated. Uh, 
Yeah. So, so, uh, okay. And I'm going to, we could probably sit here and talk for hours and hours longer, but you, you said 20 minutes when we started, we've been on, uh, one hour and four minutes already. Okay. So, (laughs) so my phone's about to die. I was going to say, I hope you're not, I hope you're not late to something already, but, um, so the last thing I'm going to ask you before, and, and, you know, Bruce, I would love to sit and chat with you and do this again because i think it's i think it's so we much can. fun so um i'll do it to you on my podcast yeah yeah let's get together and talk about that because that'll be i think that'd be awesome i think we should uh we should work some out i'd love to be hell bring me on with garrett morris is there i'll just sit in the room and listen that's gonna be dude i'm gonna be kissing his ass so much right. but go ahead i don't i don't blame you but uh okay so the last thing i'm gonna ask you is um and and i'll i'll, I'll, I'll probably i i I guess I'm going to do this a little bit, and I sound like I'm stuttering here. I guess I'm going to do this a little bit like um, um, a comic, a, a, a common last question for most artists. Um, mm. And I was kind of thinking about this since the last time we spoke. Um, so my question is, if there's anything you could have done differently, change a career, different direction in in your current career in the way you perform whatever is there something in your mind that stands out as oh my gosh i wish i had done this a different way i wish i hadn't i wish i hadn't had taken a uh, road gig uh that took me away from my mom wow uh, that time yep but uh that's just yeah yeah um that always stay, that always plays back in my mind. Sure. Uh, I don't think I would would want to change anything else as far as my because uh, things happen for a reason. Uh, you're I believe you're in certain places because of what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, like for instance, I'm glad I wasn't an instant hit because instant hits don't last. Right. Um, I'm glad I paid my dues, and I'm glad that people that I respect respect me. Right. It maybe maybe the powers that be don't, uh, <laughs> because they don't know me. Yeah. Because uh, I, I haven't had that one that t- that shot. You know, because right. it's because it, it's all that one. Uh, that one time you seen by the right person, right, right, and I don't, I don't regret anything. Uh, well, and that's a that's a moving target too, because today who who the right person is is not who the right person will be tomorrow. So yeah, that's a moving target. Yeah, because they change so quick. Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, Bruce, um, you know what? This has been awesome. Um, to- totally. You know, when I first thought about asking you to to come on. I thought, you know, I wonder if he's even, you know, interested in bothering with, you know, some new up-and-coming podcast like mine. But I thought, you know what, I'd give it a shot. And I'm really glad I did. Well, Lee, but my you, don't friend, know, you don't know what you get until you ask. No, that's true. That's right. You're right. And there's, I, a, there's, an old I saying, there's an old saying, a closed mouth doesn't get fed. That's right. <clears> so uh, you just ask. Yeah, I I've, I felt like... Um, I thought, you know what? What the hell? I mean, I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm going to give it a shot, and you know, I, I just ask. But 
I, I just have to say I, I've really enjoyed. I know, and many many people may have already left the podcast by now because we're just talking like we're sitting at a kitchen table and you know well, have, having a BS session. So you know that's if, what people if, want to hear. If if you as my listeners are looking for shock and awe and oh I'm gonna I'm gonna uncover some dark secret from my artists, you came to the wrong place because that's that's yeah. not. That's not what this podcast is about. This podcast is about yeah. two friends sitting down talking to each other and learning more about each other's lives. That's pretty much all it is. So, you know, I it's, and, a, come, and, it's a come together meeting. Yeah, and, it, and it's something that you know you, as a listener, are not probably going to get the chance to do, and it's probably something that you want to do. You know, there, yeah. there may be an artist where you go, oh man, I God, I wish I could just sit down and you know chat with him. I have to ch- tell you my Jimmy Gandolfini story at. at some point we'll we'll talk about that but i don't want to talk about that online right now because they've got the new sh- movie coming out and you know i don't, I don't want to stir up any yeah kind my of con- phone's con- about to die too so yeah okay and i'm gonna let you go but but uh, anyway we, i just think that the, this has been fantastic for me i hope you've enjoyed it as much as i have hope the listeners have enjoyed Dude, it as I had much a blast. as we have so i really really love doing this um thank you so much bruce i know uh Today we did it much earlier. Thank you. <laughs> Today we got a chance Thank to, you. Yes. to start out earlier in the day, so uh, worked out worked out pretty good for us both. But appreciate you, brother. Thank, Keep doing thank what you, you do. Um, thank and, you, and yeah. I tell you, listeners, um, follow me on social media. Uh, type in yep. my name in Google: B R U C E J I N G L E S. Because some people have yep problem spelling jingles. Yeah, I don't know. Yep, and I don't uh, know how that would happen. You know, you <laughs> you'll surprised. find. I, I trust me, it does. <laughs> I know, and and uh, look, follow me. Yep, and go listen to his podcast. Go listen to his podcast, Bruce uh, Bruce Jingles uh, Project. Uh, you can find that uh, on Spotify, just like mine. Um, so if you're on Spotify, just look up Bruce Bruce uh, Jingles Project. It will be linked in the description as well that you can go to. So you can just go jump straight over to it. Please support him. Uh, it's a great show. If nothing else, don't miss the Garrett Morris episode because that I'm going to be yes. riveted by that one. So that's going to be. And awesome. if you're in the Inland Empire area of California, uh, I will I will be at the Ontario Improv on October seventh at eight p.m. Tickets are on sale now. So uh, if awesome. you want to come see me, please come see me because yeah. I need to eat. I need to eat. I'm kind of kind of habit I kind of came up with. It's, Very <laughs> early on in your life. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, since I was a young one, uh, yeah. since I was a wee one, started out. Take care of yourself. All right, my friend. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. God bless you, man. All right. Talk, talk to you soon. All right. Take care, my friend. Bye bye. So everybody, uh, once again, another uh, excellent time with uh, with Bruce. Not that I've ever had a bad time with Bruce here. So hope you enjoyed this. Uh, again, go check out uh, Bruce Jingles uh, Project for his podcast um look for that on spotify check him out on on the social media uh and i'm i'm assuming it's going to be at bruce jingles um and he spelled it for you so you're probably good there uh and if you have any questions that you'd like me to pass on to bruce or you'd like to know more about feel free to email us realartiststories at gmail.com and uh of course uh keep listening to us and share and like and talk to us tell us what you want to hear on my Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash realartiststories, uh, I have a post that I do every once in a while where I ask who you want to hear from. So, uh, you know, feel free to reach out there and tell me 
who you'd like me to reach out to to see if we can bring them on the podcast. So again, everybody, thank you so much. Appreciate your time. Hope you enjoyed it. Be good humans. Be good to each other. Peace. Peace.